Today's Good Podcast is brought to you by the Pod Bros Podcasting Network, with an ever-growing library of podcasts ranging from sports, wrestling, comic books, hunting. You are sure to find the podcast for you. Welcome back to this Thanksgiving edition of Kapowcast. Why are you waving your hands? You didn't around? give me any time. You just hit go, and he said he'd do that. Yeah, I said I was just going to hit go, and you need to start jump fucking right into listening. It. <laughs> <laughs> all right, welcome to yes, it is the Thanksgiving week edition of Kapowcast. <laughs> we hope you're all. <laughs> He's motorboating. Yeah. <laughs> motorboating a turkey. This is my turkey call. We hope you guys spend this week with family, friends, enjoying turkey, watching. The Lions probably lose. Really? You're going to advocate sports wow. ball here? <laughs> yeah. The sportsmanship. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, if it wasn't for sports, we wouldn't have sportsmen. I was just going to say, I hope you enjoy taking lots of naps, because yeah. that's what Thanksgiving's all about. Naps. Napping. And napping. then Black Friday shopping. Oh, yeah, and fuck uh, that. watching <laughs> your relatives argue. Watching uh, Aunt Edna put her head in the oven. See what you miss out on. <laughs> oh, that, that Edna. If you just <laughs> nap. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing that I am thankful for is the Pod Bros Network. Woo. Yes, once again, we are being brought to you by them. Uh, fantastic uh, site over there, really uh, helping us out, helping us spread this disease, this <laughs> sickness that won't go away over the internet. We're like the syphilis of podcasts. <laughs> hey, they got some good diseases themselves, all right? This like is- uh, The Worst Millennials, that's a good show. It's a very interesting take on... Uh, our local area. There's a whole episode they talk about downriver. That's one of the things I love about it is it's local. Um, we've discovered that one of the guys over there is actually, uh, I don't know if it's run by multiple guys or just him, but we discovered he's actually friends with our mutual friend, Eric. So that's, you know, small world. Small world. It, it really Jeez. illustrates about how small downriver actually yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. It's a tight knit community. Incestuous. In, yes. Woo-hoo. Full of incest. Um, get, get Webster. So, of course, we're going to, since it is the Thanksgiving edition, we're going to go around and say something we're thankful for. But we're all, of course, we're all thankful for family, for our friends. Um, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for Stephanie. I'm thankful for our little dog upstairs. I'm thankful for this show. I'm thankful for everybody that's listening to it. But we're also going to talk about. But not uh, the people part of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. No, that's that's what I got out of that. Y'all go fuck yourselves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe uh, something. From your youth, uh, superhero-wise, that you're thankful for that helped you get into that realm of superheroes and comic books that was almost like your gateway drug of, you know, trip to fame, <laughs> if you will. Your gateway drug. <laughs> the thing that fucked my life. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of tryptophan as a gateway drug. <laughs> it's a gateway drug into napping. It's like That's that. True. And then you can go to melatonin <laughs> and go to sleepy Serotonin time. And juice. <laughs> Z-Quil. Z-Quil, yes. Ooh, that's good stuff. <laughs> I like to make meth out of that. Uh, <laughs> I like to just inject it right into my vein. I, I, <laughs> I have a hard vein? time uh, pinpointing like any like monument of uh, or monumental superhero moment that really got me into. It. I think it comes down to like Ninja Turtles 
in the 89 Batman movie, which that I think began my initial love of Batman and uh, and his package. <laughs> my, yeah. Um, and also, Batman. like, I remember um, my dad taking me to get my hair cut. Uh, the Lion's Den down in Allen Park. Yeah. It's right on the street there that I remember us going to Big Ben's Comics Oasis. After, and I remember picking up uh, comics sometimes. I, I mean, we didn't have a lot of money, so I didn't have like a, a huge collection of comic books, but that really started snowballing it. And then uh, I got a friend in uh, kindergarten who was really big into superhero. He was one of two children, and he had all kinds, they had all kinds of stuff. And that really like solidified this world to me. And I was just like, you know what? I've decided I'm going to be a nerd for my entire <laughs> life. People and decide that? Yeah. I feel like this is going to be a life decision. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty big decision for it a was. child. And then, you know, I went through my high school years where, like, it became, it was, like, not cool to, like, superheroes. Like, you know, so I kind of, like, you know, I don't really Became care a about closet them. nerd. Yes. Before it was socially accepted. And then I, I came out. <laughs> Mom, Dad, if you're hearing this, and he also said he liked comics. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I've been meaning to sit you down and talk to you. Stephanie I don't know if you notice, <laughs> but I'm a nerd. I know. <laughs> no son of mine. <laughs> Somehow I always what? knew. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> you're dead to me. <laughs> Don't you're going to go play football and you're going to like it. <laughs> all right. We put you in all those active sports and this is how you repay us. <laughs> what, about, uh, what about you, Tony? Um, well, I mean, we could sit here all day. So I don't want to. You obviously took way too much of this time up already with your story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you took a lot of time, but yeah. not once mentioned us. I, I know. Yeah. I think I've said family and friends. <laughs> Just giving you shit. Yeah, the, We're not your the, friends. the generic line, <laughs> the one you say around your family and friends. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, my I, I would have to say like the biggest <laughs> the biggest point for the, the start of my story arc into this whole thing. Uh, the was, arc of story. <laughs> yeah, um, was uh, oh, I was a young tyke, and my uncle Bill actually, my uncle Bill and Carol for my birthday i believe actually got me a subscription monthly subscription to the amazing spider-man oh nice nice. and so i would get those on the on the regular and that started it and then when the year subscription came up i remember going to my mom and be like i need more (laughs) give me more that was a game that was a game (laughs) (laughs) give me more give me more give me more before that i obviously you know mike is slapping his veins right now too (laughs) that was uh, that was his uh his main vein too um (laughs) wait yeah. <laughs> uh, I just repeated Jeff's joke from three minutes ago. <laughs> um, but I, I obviously watched you know Batman the Animated Series and Ninja Turtles and everything growing up before that. But um, that was definitely the beginning of what I didn't know would come to be putting me in debt. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you, Uncle Bill and Aunt Carol, for giving me that beginning dose of comics in which I have spent over th- probably thousands of dollars on issues now. Have you ever sat down and done the math? No. Why the <laughs> fuck would I do that? I, um, 
just felt you know, like depressing himself. I would, yeah. <laughs> Is there any cases was of like Sarah McLaughlin with a calculator <laughs> of uh, <laughs> of somebody who like grew up like liking superheroes, but then eventually like kind of grew out of it and just stopped caring? Most adults. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. <laughs> because I I can remember distinctly, like I, when I was younger, like I always hated when my brother would occupy the TV to watch sports, whether it be, you know, whatever. And, you know, I just wanted to watch, you know, my cartoons and I wanted to you know, play with my, <laughs> my action figures. My and he told me, you know, he's like, one day, you know, you're going to get old enough and you're not going to care about that stuff. And you're going to be just like, you know, you're going to care about sports and all that. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to say that I I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I watch hockey. I do love hockey. I'm from, you know, Michigan down here. And uh, hockey is big. But, I, I mean, I could care less about any other sport. But, I mean, there's a new Batman. Wrestling? Yeah. There's a new Batman figure out. I'm at the store buying it that day. I guess I like BattleBots if we were talking about sports. Yeah, that's a great that's sport. Close. Robot yeah. What about you, Jeff? Do you have any... Uh, Thing that, a moment that you're thankful for that got you into this no, world? No, no, not at all. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he resents every moment of it. There's actually a funny story where comic books uh, saved my job at one point. When I worked really? At, yeah, I worked at a uh, supermarket. It was a Meyer. I don't know. Yeah, really? I can say that. Yeah, I used to work as a cashier at Meyer for like Say Majors. 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 And I was a cashier, a very disgruntled cashier. Being it was terrible. I hated working there. But um, when was this, by the way? I'm sorry. I was, that was uh, about 12 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Wow, we're old. <laughs> so I was like, you know, manning the cash register, and I was really angry at uh, my supervisor. And I was talking to the bag boy at the time, back when they had bag boys. Oh yeah, wow. And uh, I was just like, ah, oh, she's so fucking annoying. I hate her so much. I just want to. Drop kicker into a fucking dumpster. I was like, don't die. <laughs> <laughs> and and you there's this, yeah, there's a speaker button. <laughs> yeah. There was like an old lady. I was like, you know, oh, and your total is $102, you know. <laughs> and then so like she was like staring at me. She walks out. I was like, oh crap, maybe I shouldn't have said it all loud. And then uh, my supervisor walks up to me later. She's like, Jeff, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> oh, I was like, uh, sure, what's up? Some. Lady was saying you were saying something about drop kicking someone into a dumpster, and I was like, "Oh, oh no, no, no!" I was like, "I didn't skip a beat." I was like, "Oh, I was talking about a comic book that I was reading," yeah. and she's like, "Oh, oh yeah, you know, I knew I, you do like comic books, so she just assumed that you know I wasn't talking about drop kicking her into a dumpster." <laughs> <laughs> Excellent cover. Yeah, I just I was very happy with myself that I thought that so quickly. Now, were you at the job? Like, uh, did you always have like the comic in your back pocket or something? Like, or did they just know by? Yeah, time? they just knew. Yeah. Okay. And you know, I. Yeah. So yeah, it saved your job. <laughs> it you saved, saved my your job, job that yep. you hated. Yep, I saved the job that I hated and got fired like four months later. But that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, comics the time, didn't save you yeah, the second time. No, it was a one-time thing, I guess. You try bringing up Rhino or something. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, you keep saying these violent, angry things and saying it's from comics, but you're mentioning my name a lot. <laughs> no, Doctor Octopus is making me do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Went with Spider-Man villains, too. Yeah. What about you, Cody? Is there... Um, a certain <laughs> event? Uh, no. Because you're mean, not really into... No, I am. Uh, I guess I am thankful for garage sales and... <laughs> free couches? <laughs> no, no, no. Thank with you or without proper measurement. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Okay. I'm thankful for garage sales because my dad used to take me when I was like 12 or 13 and he'd like find in the want ads people were, you know, garage sale, we're selling comics and it'd be like 
five bucks and you get like a shopping bag full of comics. Hell oh, yeah. That's, awesome. that's that's actually like a comic lover's dream mm-hmm. is like to go someplace like that and like somebody's like, hey, I got this fucking dollar bag of comics <laughs> over here, yeah. buddy. You want to buy it? <laughs> That poor guy like, had a stroke. <laughs> I think you buy it, you're like, holy shit, we're in Spider-Man number one. Woo! <laughs> I think my dad knew early on that I wasn't going to amount to much, so he tried to, you know. Here you go, kid. Go read your funny books. <laughs> yes. Here. Entertain yourself with these, but, you know, try not to, you know, damage them too much because it could be worth something and you might need that money, so. <laughs> and you, actually, we have a bunch of them sitting yeah, there. Still Unfortunately, have, they're all like uh, comics. I mean, 90s comic books, which aren't. Yeah. I gave a few of them to a heroin addict, but that's a good really? story. Yeah, you know. I don't know if they advertise that. <laughs> hey, I really appreciate money. this, man. I really do. <laughs> well, we would love to hear uh, superhero moments or moments that got you into comic books that you're thankful for that made you into the nerd that you are today. So powerful and <laughs> so afraid to talk to women. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It's completely unrelated, but if someone would like to just, you know, there's nothing wrong with being picky, right? It's good to have high standards. Yeah. It's super high standards. And it's not like the mean things I say while I'm swiping left on my phone, I would say to their faces. You know, it's just, you know, you say, too you short, <laughs> too, too much forehead. What's wrong with her eyebrows? <laughs> she has a nose. <laughs> To be fair, that chick had some weird-ass eyebrows. <laughs> it was like a caterpillar cut in half. Yeah, was, Just all right. It was like two Hitler mustaches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's ring the bell. Ding, ding, ding. ding and we're going to start ding. this superhero battle royale. This uh, slobber knocker. It's going to be a <laughs> slobber knocker. Is that a term? My God. wrestling? Yeah. Because that has like... There's some steak sauce on that punch. <laughs> <laughs> Tougher than a $3 steak. What? <laughs> um, well, I love, real quick how this is going to go. One of us is going to say our pick of so-and-so versus so-and-so, and then we'll go around and everyone will try to decipher who they think would come out on top or on the bottom <laughs> of that Whatever you particular who's who's battle. Bottom? There's power bottoms, um, too. Let's start with you, oh, Cody. Hey. Oh, put oh. me on the spot. Yeah. Johnny uh, on the spot. Well, the one I picked is a comic... They've done this battle actually, but I don't remember how it ended exactly. Do you? I don't know if you. But um, Lobo versus the Mask, <laughs> <laughs> like Jim Carrey the yes. Mask. Yeah, it was a comic. It was like, a comic. Like, yeah, it was smoking. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. No, it was. I mean, it was a more adult-oriented, very comic book before it was made into very that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, very adult. But their both of their powers are completely like undefined and stuff like that. Yeah. So I like. I briefly remember, like, universes get destroyed in this battle. Like, entire <laughs> I, universes. I'm going to have to check this out. It's this very cool. Yes. I would have to go. I mean, it may, may be the obvious choice, but I would say Lobo. Right. I was thinking Just, the mask. But how do you damage the mask? I mean, it's he has cartoon logic. Right. True. true, but if you get the mask off of him, he's just... Yeah. And Lobo may have a certain way Lobo is immortal, correct? I thought I he was. Because remember he was like stranded on that island for like a thousand years or something? And we're talking like old school Lobo, not like the emo oh, yeah, they My did. Chemical Romance New 52 yeah. uh, Lobo. I Ew, they did that? Oh, Ew. look him up. Look up New 52 Ew. Lobo. He's pretty right. He's pretty awful looking. Audience. I'm not, and everybody knows, like, I'm not one to hate on New 52. I love it. But uh, it was even, there's even some changes that even I'm like, oh, 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 no, no, no. It was a weird choice. But I would have, I mean, 
I guess just, I mean, more so just because not knowing much about the mask outside of that the is Jim Carrey movie that, yeah, and the cartoon. The mask. Um, I, I think if Lobo, I, I think Lobo could get it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he looks hey, terrible. <laughs> if you haven't, I hope you all Googled uh, New 52 Lobo so you could see yeah. how terrible he looks. Show me just so I can have a quick reminder, by the way. Is that him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty um, bad. Yeah, I re- really need to find that again and reread it to remember. I, it might have ended in a draw, to be honest, if I'm correct, because it everything like was destroyed. Yeah, I remember Lobo being on the uh, Justice League cartoon. Mm. Yeah. He had a great face. Voice. Yeah. Great face. <laughs> he had a great face collection. It's a vase. All right. <laughs> do you think you, you do think the mask would? I think so. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean. He's- Pretty, uh, I mean, like he said, he has pretty undefined powers. It's like a limitless, like, he does kind of have like a limitless amount of, like, you know, he could pull a mallet out Mm -hmm. and machine guns. And Lobo isn't exactly bright, so he wouldn't pick up on that. Maybe if I pull off his, you know, his green head, so he'd just keep trying to shoot him. I'm not the (laughs) biggest Lobo fan, so does does Lobo break the fourth wall? I don't think so. No, Um, no. I don't really. Uh, I don't like Lobo that much either. A lot of people do. I, I just know he's like a bounty hunter. And right. That's pretty. much He was kind of like. I always feel like he was. They created him and they were trying too hard with him. Yeah. Like trying too hard to appeal to that particular uh-huh. demographic. Late team. I always thought they were trying to get metalheads into. Yeah. He looks like. Yeah. Uh, he looks like a. He looks like a character from Heavy Metal. Looks like Lemmy. He looks like. Yeah, I was gonna say he looks Motorhead. like a member of Motorhead. He looks like he might sit at home, listen to Inner Sandman, and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> right. So let's see. I I say Lobo. You say Mask. Tony, I know you don't know much, but what knowledge you do have, what would you have to? I mean, I'd probably have to. I, I read some of the New Fifty Two stuff, as terrible as it looks, but um, I I probably have to go with Lobo, hmm. just for the simple factor that like. He is a bounty hunter, so obviously he knows how to kill. So technically, if he chops off the head, wouldn't the mask not be on? Mm. That's what I was wondering. Again, I think it would be like because the mask wasn't pulled off. Like if you chop off the neck, it's still connected to the thing. So it would just be like cartoon logic where he puts his head back on. Oh, that could be, yeah. yeah. Stupid cartoon logic. We were five minutes into this. We've already put way too much thought in. (laughs) And we're at a draw, I think, too. Yep. (laughs) Impasse. Yeah, so yeah, I said there might I'm, be no I'm, conclusion to that one. I'm indifferent. I can't really make a decision as to. Mm-hmm. So it looks like the listeners mask. are going to have to pick this one. Solve this for us. Solve yeah. this riddle, Lobo. The mask. <laughs> Let us know <laughs> who wins. It'll be an overwhelming. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff. Pick some real characters. <laughs> Follow suit and pick some real characters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a classic one I see argued about with on the internet a lot. Oh, no. Bullshit. <laughs> um, Silver Surfer versus Superman. Ah. Silver Surfer versus The power Superman. of cosmic versus yep. the last son of Krypton. Hmm. Couldn't Silver Surfer just drag him away from into like a red sun area and then just... He could. That's a hell of a trip. Or he could just... Uh, can he transmute matter? Mm. With this board, I thought, right? Yeah. That board has a lot of powers. It does. I've been, I don't even recall. So, but here's and the he thing. he can surf on it. If, <laughs> he can hang ten. He can. If this, is this one of those things, like, if Superman separates him from the board, would that change the outcome of things? I don't know. I think well, this is one of those fights where you have to set parameters. It's like, 
Let's say, yeah, Silver Surfer doesn't have his board, and they're fighting on a red uh, star planet. <laughs> so they're both I don't think that's fair at all. <laughs> so they're both simply It's normal. a fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I imagine it's like the wrists flapping. <laughs> have you ever given like much thought to this, Jeff, as far as who um, you think would? I think, I, I think the Silver Surfer would win, but that's just because I'm more partial to him as a character. <clears throat> that's the hard part with some of these, is you try to... You don't want to be too partial to one particular character just because that's the one you like more. Mm. Well, I mean, they both, you look at some of the stuff they've done. I'm talking like, it also depends on which Superman you're talking about. If you're talking like pre-crisis Superman from the 70s, the one who could... The undefined power. Yeah, shoot little Supermans from his yeah, hands. the one with the rainbow rays that shot little Superman. And <laughs> he juggled like planets and he could, when he sneezed, it would snuff out stars and like yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> Then yeah, he would win. Oh, but, like crap, we're talking, just killed three I'm talking. Stars. Let's say like more modern day. Yeah, today's like, Superman versus uh, today's Silver Surfer. I would probably go with the Silver Surfer just because he's done some. You know, he can like fly through stars and like crazy stuff like that. Although Superman's done that before too. Yeah. So it's it's a close one, but I would probably go with the Silver Surfer just because he has a higher multitude of powers. Could the Silver Surfer uh, lure Galactus to like distract him? <laughs> <laughs> no, because at this point I would imagine that the Silver like that's that would be at a, then that would have to be at a specific point um, in okay. Silver Surfer's uh, timeline. We're timeline. just going straight modern here. Because then we're like, oh well, then maybe it's Cyborg Superman that he's fighting. Yeah, they had a crossover with Galactus and uh, Hank Henshaw. Oh yeah, yeah, it was really good. It was during that weird when the Cyber Superman had like long hair and a red outfit. And it was really strange looking, but it was, I, when, it was when he was a GL uh, villain at the time. You know, I I hate to do it, but I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with Superman. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> I just I think in the long haul of things, I think Superman would just keep coming at him. Think so? Yeah, I th- I think Superman would get him separated from his board. Because that's the thing. If he's separated from the board, he's useless, right? I wouldn't say he's useless. Well, I mean, um, I've never seen Superman being much of a critical thinker, though. Well, I mean, Superman, I mean... He's the heavy gun. Well, some people don't give Superman enough credit as... They just kind of think... They don't think he really uses his brain much, which there's... He's a scientist, though. He's He's a farm boy from Kansas. Oh, yeah, but he comes from a... A scientist... His dad was a scientist. Yeah. He was like the main scientist uh-huh. on Krypton. You know. Oh, I thought you were talking about his adopted dad. I was <laughs> like, yeah, he went to a farm college and learned how yeah. to do porn. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think uh, I think Superman with his strength, like even though like there's instance where you know he's like cemented to that board almost. Mm-hmm. I think if Superman were to figure that out, and I think Superman could pull it apart, and maybe he could even break the board. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the board's like. I don't know how exactly it works with the board, but I don't think like just being separated from the board wouldn't necessarily weaken him. It's having the power disconnected from the board because it's an extension of his body. It doesn't mm-hmm. disconnect the his attachment to the power cosmic. Mm. Right. According to the and Fantastic it, Four movie, it makes his body like less uh, it, shiny. shiny. Yes, shiny. Yes. Yeah. The Silver Surfer actually looked really cool in that movie. It did. I agree. But yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, like Silver Surfer is like they show him going like toe to toe with. You know, like Thanos and the biggest right. heavy hitters. Yeah. That's true. But Superman, too, is, I mean... Well, yeah, he goes toe-to-toe with Darkseid. All the time. Yeah. Although I mean... They kind of watered down Darkseid. Yeah. Like the Omega Which games. is kind of the opposite that uh, characters usually get. Usually characters get more and more power, mm-hmm. and then they'll get, you know, 
Well, hell, I mean, uh, Wonder Woman, like, those Omega Beams were supposed to be, like, the end-all, be-all. Like, nothing could survive being hit by it. Like, they had Wonder Woman blocking his Omega Beams. Batman survived them. Yeah. He's a Batman survived them. <laughs> well, like, I mean, that's a technicality <laughs> that Batman survived them. Um, but what do you Batman think? Batman fought his way through time, <laughs> for Christ's sake. What do you think, uh... Well, going back to the you know dark sides of Omega beams. Like, no, I was gonna say Lobo and what? or not Lobo. <laughs> no, I know. I, I know where we're at. Okay, but yeah, the match could definitely the issue. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you don't know. No. Nope. <laughs> um, back to going back to dark sides uh, Omega beams. We 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 know that those can inflict heavy damage on super, Superman. So what's to say that the cosmic power of the Silver Surfer cannot inflict that same amount of damage to him. So mm. my vote would have to go towards the Silver Surfer. Woo! I'm going with... I agree with Mike here. Superman just... We should really have five people for this. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like... Uh, Superman's powers have always just kind of been like... He's been adaptable. Nebulous. He gets taken down by a green glowing rock. <laughs> but if you don't have that green glowing rock, yeah. he's the Silver Surfer. <laughs> he's, he's a Superman. Superman. He fought Goku. <laughs> he did fight Goku. <laughs> I thought it was bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I said, I've seen the video. Goku totally win. They don't know anything about <laughs> Kame. He just personified Google's the power is maximum. So it looks it's like it's over nine thousand. Add another another tiebreaker. Yeah, yep. unintentional too. Sorry guys. Put in so. your two cents, everybody. Yeah. If you gonna... say Superman, you're dead to me. <laughs> no intent. No impairing the voting. Uh, what about you, Tony? What do you? Well, I'm gonna keep this a little bit less, you know, heavy. Uh, I was. Gonna... <laughs> Real mature, Mike. Wow. <laughs> wow. Making fart noise with my mouth. Are, are, are you done interrupting the class? <laughs> yeah, so well, we'll see. We'll see how this pans uh, out. Get the tension next recess. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Green Arrow or Hawkeye. The hmm. classic battle of the archers. <laughs> classic battle of characters no one cares about. <laughs> I care. <Dude>. I, <laughs> I personally have always been... I think this is going to be one of those instances where it's just kind of who you prefer. Yeah. I've always kind because of... Because pref- you don't take the time to learn about these guys. <laughs> I've always kind of preferred uh, Green Arrow. Um, as, uh, you know, he just, he just always seemed a lot cooler to me. <laughs> Got a mustache. He's got a mustache. He's got that, yeah, he's got that Errol Flynn uh, beard thing. Yeah, going on. it's like Robin Hood. I mean, and even like I even like the new Fifty Two version, even though it kind of looks like they took uh, like Ultimate Hawkeye and just dipped him in green paint. <laughs> <laughs> like, there there you, you go. go. New hot, new new Green Arrow. I don't know much about either character. Which one has mutant powers? None of them. <laughs> then that's you know. the lovely part about this battle is it's literally a. It's battle literally of it's skill. just two archers because I know the a battle of skill that fucking not power skill guy from the movie. <laughs> I didn't. I just said archers. Um, Jesus, with a wit, just super <laughs> super <laughs> duper skilled at going. Well, I guess you got to kind of look at it this way. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like there you go. You have um, <laughs> Hawkeye who was. More trained by like he was trained more, by Captain America. A more militaristic training too, as far as like being with Shield and all that. And then you have 
Green Arrow, who was, you know... Who trained Green Arrow? Like, how did he learn to superhero? That was back in the whole uh, <laughs> Friar talk. <laughs> <laughs> how did he learn to superhero? <laughs> and that goes back to the whole being stuck on the island thing and okay. learning how to lost. survive. Yeah, and like he... Lost. There was a lot of lost. Like lost. I saw the, he is I saw a, the first episode of There was no day. polar bears in Green uh, Arrow. <laughs> he's essentially, you know, he's, he's another uh, billionaire philanthropist. Slayer who now night is vigilante. Uh, yeah, the night vigilante. A common occurrence. Um, <laughs> you get bored, you know. You have to do things to get your kicks. And I guess you like prostitutes. <laughs> I've always felt that uh, Green Arrow has always been more of like the everyman's hero. He's more like on the streets. Wait, I thought you whereas, said Green Arrow was a millionaire. Billionaire. Billionaire. Yeah, but he's like you know kind of the everyman's hero. Everyman. But he's no. also a big time social actor. Let me finish. Okay. okay. <laughs> Like he's uh, he's down there in the street, start stopping like a lot of petty crimes. Oh, he's that guy. You're stopping talking. like you know robberies and stuff like that. Whereas you have Hawkeye, who's you know shooting net arrows at whirlwind. And yeah, I mean, granted, Green Arrow does eventually become you know part of Justice League and, and all that. But I think now that I've really, I think I might have to go with Hawkeye actually. Yeah, as reluctantly as wow. I hate to say that, I, I think I'd have to go with Hawkeye. That was I nice. think Hawkeye has <laughs> the. Better training. That was a nice turn of events yep. right there. Yeah. Once I really broke it down in my mind, <laughs> I'm gonna have I to just opened a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Green Arrow because he's the one who has a punching, like a boxing glove <laughs> arrow. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. There's <laughs> a boxing glove arrow. I got all like in-depth about it. And I was like, <laughs> he has a fucking boxing glove arrow. <laughs> He'll hit you with it. How are you going to even match that? <laughs> what can you do? It's going to hit you right in the face. <laughs> he can punch you from, like, fucking 200 feet away. You know, we could just make this a whole, like, uh, bow and arrow battle royal. We can throw Legolas in there and Katniss <laughs> from Hunger Games. Legolas, hands down. He's an elf. <laughs> I will rip off his ears. Then, then what is he? I'm sorry. You know how far his elf eyes see? It's, <laughs> it's funny to me, like, because Cody doesn't really usually get too up in arms and passionate about this stuff, but, like, the Legolas. minute he heard Legolas, he got, like, stoned face, like, <laughs> Legolas. It's, it's on, motherfucker. Um, Where's your so you're, you're, are you really sticking at. with uh, Green Arrow? Or, or? Um, nah, I'd probably go with Hawkeye. I do think that being trained by Cap gives you yeah. a big old advantage. And Chill. also, he's, like, you know, he also moonlighted as another superhero that was, like, a ninja, so mm-hmm. obviously he doesn't need to necessarily use a bow and arrow. Yeah, like, Cause, cause I, yeah, I, he was Ronin, right? In the end, I think what that battle would come down to is it wouldn't come down to using bow and arrows. It would come down to physical hand-to-hand combat. Hand-to-hand combat. Or like waiting around until an actual superhero shows up. <laughs> 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 oh, I kid. I <laughs> what about you? <laughs> you fuck. Um, <laughs> now, neither one of them has a magic bag of quivers that no, like no magic no okay. powers so they, they have limited they, they arrows. got a bunch of trick arrows yeah one has a boxing glove but there's only <laughs> limited space well, yeah of course and well uh, no green arrow has the bigger power. quiver right like it's like a whole backpack that covers the whole span of a shoulder. yeah whoever so has the most on, arrows depends on which version you're looking at because there's been air, uh green arrow versions where it's just like the solid cylinder quiver mm-hmm. hmm. so it kind of really depends on Green Arrow has a mustache, so I'm going to go And Green Arrow has a solid goatee, too. Van Dyke. Depend on Yeah, he has a Van Dyke. He has a goatee. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that, then, because they're two humans, you know? Tony, who is your pick for it? Humans are flawed. For your own pick. (laughs) 
Um, I think coming down to it, I would have to say because of his higher training and everything that uh, Hawkeye, when it came down to the hand-to-hand combat, <laughs> it would be Hawkeye. That Woo, Hawkeye. So he finally got a... Uh, that was a, a tie. No, no, all three of us. Jeff changes to Hawkeye oh, too. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not taking anything away from Oliver. He could fight, but you, you got a guy who's been trained by Cap. That's right. Let alone all the. You know, I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Is he was <clears throat> he was trained by Cap, and he probably has like uh, the better fight skills because you don't really see too much, uh, to my knowledge, of, of Green Arrows hand to hand. Uh, fist cups. I haven't watched too much of Arrow, so don't like send me emails. Um, actually, in episode seven of <laughs> I alienate your yeah. fans one on one. I'm definitely not counting that version of it because if we're counting that version of it, it might be a little bit different. Yeah, I'm that? talking straight comic book. Yeah, I was I was like, is that show? That's more of a drama, isn't it? Dude, that show's it's a drama. Awesome. No, <laughs> yes, drama. that show is. It's awesome. like Ally um, McBeal, but with a bow and arrow. It's, it's CW though, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't know. CW just scares me. It just makes me think they're making sexy vampire shows, and that's it. Dude, do they have sexy vampire shows? I thought didn't they do Vampire Diaries or whatever the fuck it was called? Yeah, there's Vampire, vampire Diaries Diary and Charmed, Witches that were sexy. That was like twelve years ago. Hey, that's, All right. It had a list of They, they have it. Supernatural. I haven't had cable for like ten. It's that's not cable. That's a normal TV yeah, station. CW's a <laughs> when they switched five. over to the digital format, I lost all channels. We got one more of these. Go buy a twelve dollar connecting antenna, and then you got them all back. Uh, those things. Do you suck. see my price ranges? Free is all I get. <laughs> Just go on Craigslist and find a free antenna. As long as it doesn't fit in the house, that's key point. It has to be free right. and can't get it through a door. <laughs> so, yes. Yep. We have one that we could uh, find. Mine yeah. is uh, one that I always think about. And a lot of times I follow uh, Bat in the Sun. I don't know if you've ever watched yeah. any of their stuff on, oh on YouTube. Do you? Yeah, they do some They're phenomenal fantastic. works. They'll do. Uh, they'll actually do uh, superhero. They call it superhero beatdowns. Yeah. And they'll take two characters, have fans vote on who will win, and then they'll do like a have it have people come in in costume and act it out, and they <laughs> it, they shoot a really cool. It's it's like a you know, <laughs> nerds amateur. It's not an amateur, but it's like a. Independently shot, but the costumes are usually right on or pretty on point. And did the they fighting. do that uh, Deadpool versus Joker one? Yes, they yes. did. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Is that the same one that did uh, Majin Buu versus Kirby? No. This is all This is all live action. Okay. Um, but the one I, I definitely would like to see them do, and I always think about, is uh, Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier versus Jason Todd. The Red Hood, the battle of the fallen sidekicks, now turned mercenaries. I, I, I for some reason, I, I, it's hard for me to come between who would win because I feel like they're very evenly trained. You have uh, mm-hmm. Jason Todd trained by Batman, uh, Bucky Barnes trained by Cap, mm-hmm. and also even Agents further training by those evil Ruskies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the one thing, though, that, that uh, uh, Winter Soldier does have the mechanical arm that mm-hmm. you have to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. So, Tony. Well, okay, I, I, got, I, I got questions. <laughs> now, are we talking I got about, answers. We so. got, are we talking about Bucky right out of the whole Hail Hydra thing? Like, is he, is he still that crazy Bucky? We're going to go with um, Same for the, the characters as they are currently, like... Uh, 
not currently comics, but as they are after their initial reintroduction. Okay, so we're talking about... They're settled into their roles. We're talking about uh, <coughs> Bucky by Capside, then. Yeah. Okay. And then we're talking about Jason Todd as he... Red Hood and the Outlaws. Outlaws. Yeah. So okay, I don't really know okay. much about Neither one of them still not really afraid to... Right. Do what they have to do. Especially Red Hood. I don't really know much about Red Hood since he came back, or, you know, since Jason Todd came back. Like, no. Uh, I remember everyone was really unhappy when he came back. Because it was just because the way they did it, it was really goofy because it was because of the Superboy punch. Oh, the retcon punch? Yep. The one that, oh, yeah. That was the one that made Catwoman no longer a prostitute and like a bunch of other crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I must have zoned out. Did you say he punched someone so hard Catwoman wasn't a prostitute? No, he punched the walls of reality so hard that Catwoman was no longer a prostitute. Yeah, it basically, yeah. it was a way of them changing things. In the comic book and universe. explaining a bunch of inconsistencies, which <laughs> actually uh, DC Animation did from Under the Red Hood, and to me, their story of how Jason Todd came back was much better. What was it than what the comics? It was uh, essentially just basically like Ra's al Ghul. Ra's al Ghul felt like he was part of the reason why Jason Todd was murdered by the Joker, so they abducted huh? his body. Why was he part and of they, the what? <laughs> why was? Why did he feel responsible? Because he uh, he hired the Joker to send Batman on like a wild goose chase, and then it turned into this thing of him kidnapping Jason Todd and then murdering him. Well, because Razor Ghul was trying to do something else. But basically, because we're um, Razor Ghul abducts the body and then puts it in the Lazarus pit, and when Jason Todd comes out, he's batshit crazy and like runs off. Batshit crazy? And we don't know, uh, they don't know exactly what happened, but he ends up coming back into Gotham and very skilled, very trained. Um, his way of, of wanting to rid crime is not necessarily just, you know, locking everybody up, but taking over and becoming like the big crime boss and handling it like that. Like hmm. basically like, well, if you can't beat it, at least maybe you can control it. Sort Makes of sense. It's actually funny you brought that up because um, I must have completely blocked out the whole super punch thing. <laughs> the retcon punch? Yeah. I, actually, I, I'm I, one of the people that loved it. I Because uh, I was like, when he, when you mentioned it, I was kind of like, wait, what? I thought it was the Lazarus <laughs> pit, but then it was like, and flashed in my head. And I was like, oh, yeah, wait, the, that did happen in the comic books. The great thing oh, about it, uh, the Under the Red Hood movie, is it's written by the person that wrote the Under the Red Hood comic books, Judd Winnick. Oh. Who's actually on a season of The Real World? Really? Facts. Who was he? Who was he in that? Uh, he was the uh, one guy who was like, "True story." No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, so yeah, who do you think would could possibly come out on top on this? I would probably have to say, if we're gonna go by the factor of Bucky back by Capside and then Red Hood with the Outlaws, it would probably come down. To Jason Todd doing what he has to do, and I'd be putting a bullet through Bucky's head. Where Bucky still stands with Cap, so he struggles with that moral code. Yes, but he's more likely to uphold what Cap stands for, which is obviously Boy Scouts. Yeah, Cap's killed people before. He has. Now he was in the fucking war, so he has, yeah, he had, to, he had to do what he had to do. He he's, killed Modoc once too. He's rather reluctant to do so. So you basically, you, do you think that uh, in the end, Jason uh, Red Hood would be more likely and quicker to pull the trigger than yes, Jason Todd's still ruthless. I mean, I think we see it 
we seen it not too long ago in the New 52 about, you know, he still struggles with the fact that, like, he goes to Bruce and says, you know, I don't understand why you don't take the Joker out. Just a lot take of people him, take, actually wonder that. <laughs> take him out, and then you don't have to deal with him anymore. Most citizens of Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, with what you know, Jeff, who would you? Um, well, I think a cyborg arm would give him a big advantage. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you think he would have something in his semi-Batman-like arsenal? Because I feel like it's, I feel like even though the cybernetic arm is cool, I feel like it's really easy to disarm. Disarm. <laughs> 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 I didn't even try on that one. My God. Um, well, like it also depends on which you know incarnation. Like, does he have Cap Shield at the time? No. No. Okay. It's just straight Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd probably go with uh, Winter Soldier. I don't know. Like, I think the, yeah, the mechanical arm. Oh yeah, it could be dis- disarmed, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, Winter Soldier was pretty damn badass. I don't. It's probably just my. I'm partial to him. I don't really know much about Jason Todd. Yeah, I'm wearing my freaking Captain America. <laughs> That's <Jack> true. Right <laughs> I just realized who. Well, we're obviously, the bookie would win. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Cody? Do you have an opinion on this? Flip a coin. Yeah, I don't know Flip a damn thing about either one of these characters, so I'm just basing it off Good the answer. name. <laughs> the one's Bucky. I mean, sounds well, like... Well, Winter Soldier. No, it's Bucky, right? That's his name? Well... He sounds like an Andy Griffith character. It's short Griffith for, it's short for Buckerson. Who's Bucky? Bucky? Yeah, no. It's James. Who the hell's Bucky? That's Opie's best friend on the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> Fucking hell. What's happening? <laughs> that was Opie, wasn't it? It's a joke, man. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, Call him out. Red Hood just sounds like there's a clit under there or something. <laughs> But uh, What's he went clip? there. He went there. But uh, you said the uh, he, he went there. The Kotoris. <laughs> he went under the into the Lazarus pit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, remind me what that does. Doesn't it? You can be revived from the Lazarus pit. Yeah. Yep. Not to be confused with the Lazarus chamber. Okay. Which also can revive you, but it takes longer, and you have to be apocalypse. <laughs> Not to mention that you know it takes longer because it's like an oven. <laughs> and where, where the Lazarus pit's kind of like a microwave. That's Makes right. Sense, huh? right. <laughs> or it's like a deep fryer. And deep fryer, yes. Yeah, Dump them on in. <laughs> is Bucky like uh, got the super soldier serum or whatever? Um, in the comics, I believe he does not. I was about to say it's a little cloudy as to like how much they they went yeah, into. Yeah, they experimented on him. But like in the movie, he had uh, reverse engineered super soldier treatment from the yeah. Russians. In the comic, I don't think he did. He just has the robotic arm. But, like, in the comics, Captain America's not, like, super, like, inhumanly strong. He's just in peak physical condition. Right. So, yeah, I'll go with Clip Man. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, when you say that, you mean Red Hood, Jason Todd, right? Yes. The Clip Commander. You know, I was, when we first started talking about this, I was starting to kind of lean towards uh, Winter Soldier. Because I started to think about how he was trained as far as being an assassin. But then I realized that that assassin background really doesn't have any bearing if we're talking hand-to-hand, you know, mano-a-mano, a fisticuffs. And I, I, <laughs> I think I might have to go with Red Hood. Um, well, he lost in a fight to the Joker. Hmm? A Red Hood. He got beaten to death with a crow. Cool, you're right. <laughs> he was a child. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a kid, damn it. Ouch. I, I think yeah, I think I might have to go with... Uh, Good old Jason Todd on this one. 
Just because I love the character, fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> it's funny, they're both similar in a lot of ways. They are. They're very close. They both had, it was controversial that they were brought back. Mm-hmm. And people didn't like it at first, and now they're, uh, they've are they come into their own. I didn't like that they brought back Bucky when I first showed it. I was like, oh, that's fucking stupid. But then uh, I read it. I'm like, wow, that's really well written. So you could have a really oh. dumb idea and make it into a... And that's how a lot of people felt, too, about, you know... Jason Todd coming back because that was that was such a massive event for just Batman comics in general, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, bringing them back, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, is anybody stay dead now in comics except for fucking your Uncle Ben? (laughs) Uncle Ben is still fucking dead. He's 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 sticking to the role. (laughs) Speaking of Uncle Ben, uh, don't talk about rice. No. Has anyone seen that meme online where they it's a picture of Uncle Ben <laughs> on Twitter? And it's like, stop rebooting the movies. I'm sick of dying yeah. all the time. <laughs> well, that's going to have to do it for this round of the superhero battle royal. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I want to find a, bar, a bell effect and maybe. Those things are really I, loud. You know, oh, <laughs> sound effect. I thought you were talking about getting the actual bell. No. Yep. <laughs> Mighty. Go ring it upstairs. Um, we blow up his ears. So maybe give us some uh, some battles that we can discuss on maybe a part two of this, because I'm sure there will be other installments. Or tell us how horribly, horribly wrong our choices yeah. were. We'll argue with you, tooth and nail. Yeah. We'll argue Bring at the keyboard. I'll call you stupid, because you're not my friend. You're just a guy who watches my podcast. He watches it? That's why he's so stupid, he watches it. I will destroy you with hashtags. Um... So let's do our, our poll list for the week. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Jeff, you got a, a suggestion for us? Uh, yeah. No, someone else go first. Uh, give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> Cody or Tony? <laughs> oh, I can, I can go. Uh, hopefully I, I don't screw it up, but you mentioned it earlier. You go check out... Uh, Bat in the Sun Productions. Yeah. Not not only that, but they, they actually, Jason David Frake, the original Green Ranger. Mm. He's, he's awesome. done them. He's, he's done a couple of them, and yeah. And the guy, the, the main head honcho, he does a lot of the roles. Like, he plays the Joker in the Deadpool versus Joker. Uh, it's actually a Deadpool and Domino versus Joker and Harley. Yeah, that was really good. Hmm. And it was pretty fantastic. Um, they really, did a Gambit versus Nightwing. Yeah. That was really, uh, really, guy has some talent. I, I can say that much. I follow him on Facebook and stuff like that, and it's it's, it's definitely exciting when he finally releases uh, another video, and I, I instantly, I'm just like, oh, yeah, because it's like bringing it into the yeah. foreground, bringing it to life, and it's like... And it's oh, done in such a good way. like It's high quality. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're watching somebody with a, a phone recording these things. Um, one thing for me this week that I'm going to... I'm sure most people that are listening to this have read it, but since we were talking about like things that got us into our, our superheroes, uh, this was something that got me back into reading comic books and back into that whole world is check out Batman Hush. Mm. That is, I picked that up on a whim. I got it from Borders. I actually ended up rebuying Borders. it in the, uh, the Borders. Absolute <laughs> Edition. And for one thing, uh, Jim Lee does the art for this, which... Excellent work. The artwork in it is... I don't use this word a lot to describe the comic book art, but the art in it is beautiful. It is the colors, everything about it. It's just perfect. Um, the story is really good. It, it brings the Riddler 
into the uh, into the foreground instead of you know having him just you know do whatever and riddle me this Batman <laughs> and just seeing Jim Lee's interpretation of all these Batman characters, especially because that was I think one of the first things he worked on. It, it's was it? amazing. Well, not in, in comics, but just I think it was one of the first things he might have did for DC when he went over there. Oh, okay. Um, I could be wrong because, like I said, this was when I started getting back into the whole comic book. When was that written? Uh, let's see. I want to say it came out around... Well, I got the graphic novels in, I think, around 2004. So that'd be like 02? Yeah, one? I think it was Something somewhere like around that. there. Like, I think the copyright's either 20, uh, 2001 or 2002. Okay. Uh, if you haven't, if you have, have you read it before, Jeff? Yeah, you, you let me borrow. Oh yeah, I think I think I let all of you borrow it actually. Yeah. But um, I I bought the absolute edition and the absolute edition, ever the art's blown up, but it's blown up in such a way that it doesn't take away from the quality. And there's literally panels and images in there that I can just open up and I can just stare at, <laughs> just because it's it's so beautiful. The I've caught him doing. <clears throat> One of the pictures, or one of the panels, the one of uh, Batman and Catwoman kissing on the rooftop, yeah. which they actually made a statue of, it's just, ah, uh, it's amazing. Was this, so that, that, this was at the time when she was still a prostitute at some point in her past, before Superboy punched the Probably, yeah. Because <laughs> this was one of, this was, uh, it's funny because it's kind of bringing this full circle, uh, it was like a cliffhanger at the end of the issue, you were like, it's like, oh, hush, is Jason Todd. But you later find out that it's Clayface yeah. as Jason Todd, <laughs> as Hush, which is kind of goofy. We're getting to Magneto Zorn territory yeah. there. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, Louise. But definitely, like, for the artwork alone, just because I'm a huge Jim Lee fan, when I think of the X-Men in the 90s, I think of Jim Lee, and I think of how he drew him. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Don't die. Mm-hmm. Getting a little coffee here. It's getting verklempt. Yeah. Here comes the verp. He's <laughs> thinking about them nachos. <laughs> All right. I can go now. Oh. <laughs> I'm Sounds ready. good. So I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving this week. Enjoy it. Uh, be careful if you're going Black Friday shopping. Don't get trampled. Or just don't. Go or just don't Friday. go. Stay in bed. <laughs> I find that the best time to go Black Friday, if you want to go out Black Friday, go around like 2 in the afternoon. Or yeah, like Saturday. the big like door busters are gone. But the deals these days are garbage. And the employees that are working those shifts are, are, no, their (laughs) lives are destroyed, all right? Just don't bother. And their bodies, they get trampled. I I want to, like, protest. Let's kill Black Friday. I always just (laughs) bring my quiver of arrows and my bow and go in guns (laughs) a-blazing. Including guns a-blazing? Or arrows a-blazing, however you want to say it. Arrows (laughs) a-flinging. Happy Thanksgiving from all of us here at Kapowcast. <laughs> Till next time, I'm Mike. <laughs> I'm Tony. Cody. And I'm Jeff. We will see you next time.